Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This one's going to be for the 2021 Apple TV Plus film called Cherry. Starring Tom Holland and uh, Sierra Bravo. It's also got Bill Skarsgård in there as well. Uh, let's go to the rating system. You've got Must See. Um, don't Skip. Skip. and po- Sorry. Must See. Don't Skip. Possible Skip. And Skip. I'm going to give this a Possible Skip rating. Um, there's a lot of reasons I didn't like this film. There's a few reasons as to why I do like it. I like parts of this film, but I don't like enough of it to consider liking the film. So I didn't like the film overall, but I liked certain parts of it, certain bits and pieces of it. Uh, speaking of the bits and pieces of it, this is a 2 hour 21 film, sorry, 2 hour 21 minute film. Um, directed by uh, Joe and Anthony Russo. Of course, they've done some of the uh, Avengers films as well, so they are quite quite high profile. Uh, Tom Holland himself, who was in some of those as Spider-Man himself. Um, I'll give this a possible skip because there's reasons I didn't like this, but I think that some people are going to like this. Uh, speaking of liking or not liking this film, just a quick sort of overview of ratings elsewhere. Now you can take from these what you want, but I just want to read these out. IMDb, it's got a 6.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a 38%. I'm guessing, I'm guessing that's the critic score and not the user score. Rolling Stone, 2 out of 5. And then it says here Google users. I don't know what that actually means necessarily. Uh, 92% like this film. So a lot of these rating things are in are in agreement with me, so to speak. Um, I think this film's got uh, pacing issues. I think that some of these, some of the parts of this film are somewhat predictable and take too long to get to the point. I think that tacks on an additional 20 minutes of this film because I went into this film. And sometimes when I look at a film and it's it's runtime, you know, if if it's less than two hours, I think usually okay, that gives you a good amount of time to do your story. If it's two hours, I think that should be the average length of a film. If you're going over two hours, so in this case, two hours twenty minutes, you've got to justify that screen time a little bit more. Now you can if you've got enough plot to fill that particular time. Uh, it's just that Cherry. Um, I feel stretches some of its um some of its scenes some of its plots and is relatively predictable in certain places um mostly this is I'll start off with the spoiler section I'll get into spoilers later I do have some thoughts on um not the structure scene wise but the structure Story-wise, I suppose, which are two slightly different things to me. When I've, because I talk about structure, structure quite often. To me, that's where you're got, you've got the different scenes and you're putting them in a well-formed puzzle piece. But what I mean about this is in terms of jumping back and forth type of thing. But I can't get too much into that because that will be, there'll be more for the spoiler section. But um, I think it does some weird, it makes some weird choices in terms of its timeline structure not in terms of its scene structure in terms of the scene structures and everything like the structure of how that's all put together it's all right it's okay i've I've seen better and i've definitely seen worse in terms of that but my main problem with this film is yes slightly too predictable in certain places and i just think it just takes too long to do certain things and to get to the point of certain things and when you add those two elements together where certain scenes or certain plots are too long and somewhat predictable it can drag the just the entertainment value down because i didn't feel in terms of the actual level of entertainment i didn't feel entertained very often um 
I think that this film's got a couple of messages as well in terms of what it's trying to say with its story. Um, I kind of can't really get into those without getting into spoilers because then I'll be talking about what happens in the film. Uh, essentially, this is a... I'll just give you kind of an overview if you want to... Actually, I'll read the um, Google synopsis here. Uh, the wild journey of a disenfranchised young man from Ohio who meets the lover's lover of his life only to risk losing her through a series of bad decisions and challenging life circumstances. Um, that's a good way to relatively sum it up spoiler free. You know, he, if he finds um, a woman that he loves and everything. Uh, she is Sierra Bravo played, uh, she, sorry, Emily played by uh, Sierra um, Bravo or Kyara Ky- Bravo, sorry. C-I-A-R-A, so Ciara or Kiara, I think, uh, Bravo, she plays a woman called Emily, and that is said character that, uh, Nico, who's played by Tom Holland, the main character here, um, gets, uh, romantically involved with, not really a spoiler, it's like most of the film, um, but yeah, he then, he goes off to war, basically, some things happen, and, uh, he makes some decisions, essentially, I can't really say too much more than that, um, because that is the majority of this film. Now, that probably doesn't sound like a lot to go off with a two-hour, 21 film, and that's exactly what I mean in terms of pacing problems, because essentially this is just a story of a guy who looks for a bit of purpose in his life after something happens, goes off to war. This is, this is mainly a war film. Uh, he does other things in this film, but it's about him. Early on, it's about him trying to sort of find his purpose. Uh, goes off to war, finishes that comes home some things happen and then you kind of go from there so even as i'm describing it spoiler free and trying to sort of describe what this film is it doesn't sound like a lot does it that's because there's just there's just not a lot really here and i just feel like that stretched out too much um in terms of the performances i thought the performances were good i really enjoyed seeing you know tom holland in something else again um he's he's in a film with daisy ridley as well i can't remember what that's called but i think that's that's either come out or that's coming out soon uh plays as spider-man in the mcu he's going to be uh nathan drake a young version of nathan drake in the upcoming uncharted film he was a war veteran here called nico and uh, he's done some other things here and there as well but i've enjoyed seeing him in in, him in uh, some some more things i think he was in a film on netflix a few months ago the the devil something or other uh he was in that as well uh so he's he's done a few um good things as well which is good but uh yeah in terms of how you can watch this like i said it's on apple tv plus that should be wherever apple tv plus is available because i've got my um free year until uh december so i was able to watch this uh technically technically completely free because i'm not actually paying for my apple subscription because i got it for free uh but there's no like premium access thing here like what disney does um i think that's a bit problematic actually but um yeah you can go and watch it there i do think it's been theatrically released if you know your area where you live in isn't in lockdown or isn't in a certain tier level uh so over you know overseas in america and other places it might be might be available in cinemas i heard i heard that new york cinemas or some cinemas in new york might be opening soon or something i know that avatar got re-released on friday as well for some reason so it might be available in a theater near you but of course just be careful um but if you want to stay at home and you want to watch it uh, apple tv plus is relatively cheap for the uk it's five pounds i think it's about the same amount of money uh dollars wise so you can subscribe for a month uh, there's loads of loads and loads of other good things on there as well including um cherry um well i didn't actually like cherry so anyway um 
but yeah, that's kind of my spoiler-free take, if you want to call it that. Uh, my spoiler-free opinion. Um, I, you can you can kind of with the with the possible skip rating, that's sort of like okay, you could skip it, but you might actually like it. A bit sort of in the middle on it, but I would edge towards more disliking the film. Um, but yeah, just again, I, I've I've I'm gonna go back to this point now of. You know, sometimes when we enjoy things, and I, I saw this with WandaVision, I saw this with The Mandalorian, I've seen this with other things that are shorter. If you have longer screen time, now this can apply to both films and TV, sometimes with games. If you've got a longer screen time, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to, it doesn't necessarily mean that you getting more of the thing that you like is a good thing. Because then you start to get into pacing problems. Because sometimes with entertainment you need to try to do more with less. Which means using your screen time more wisely. In terms of pacing and plot and actually you know filling out the screen time. Um, So when I come across a film like this. That's 2 hours 20 minutes. And you could probably chop some time off of it. If you just make the plot a little little bit faster. Just just a little bit quicker. Um, I'm not talking about like breakneck speed kind of thing. But just a little bit more, yeah, just just a little bit shorter and just sort of get to the point slightly quicker as well. Uh, sometimes that's just simply the better option and uh, I haven't seen examples of the opposite. So there you go. But uh, that's my spoiler free opinion. I don't have too much else to say. Uh, so I'm going to go into some housekeeping in a minute. You can stick around for a minute if you haven't seen the film still. And then I will give you a warning when I get into the spoiler section. So see you for all that in a minute. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're get, getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show.
Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, what have we got for you here? Uh, the United cast, Man United played against AC Milan in the first leg of the Europa League. Disappointing 1-1 draw, but Ahmad Diallo did get his first ever goal for Manchester United. A backwards header. Quite di- looked quite difficult to score, because it probably is. Uh, so the 18-year-old, I think he's 18 or 19, getting his first goal for Manchester United. So big congratulations there. But uh, there's a task to do on Thursday, which is to beat AC Milan by at least a goal. So let's hope that we can do that. Uh, did a pod- talking about ASMR as well which is a sort of um, thing that you can watch to, to, to relax or to calm down or, or whatever um, it's good sort of um, to I don't know, just to just to sort of relax you in general. Um, but you can look for certain ASMR videos on YouTube if you search for them on there. I did also recommend three different women uh, that I watch uh, sort of rotate which one I'm watching. Uh, to do ASMR, uh, put the links to all their three uh, channels in the show notes for that. So if you want to listen to me talk about ASMR and the art of ASMR and uh, how I believe it's um, really, really quite good and quite helpful, uh, you can listen to that if you want to as well. Uh, did my DCEU film rankings? Don't need to explain what that is. Um, Obviously, we've got the Snyder Cut coming out on Thursday, but I uh, did my DCE rankings. Uh, Walking Dead still continuing, Season 10, Episode 18, which is the second of the six bonus episodes for the third half of Season 10. Gaming Talk this week, we talked about some new PSVR games that are getting released soon. The Avengers game still sucks because of the changes that they're making and just because it has kind of always sucked. Um... Did a uh, must-see review for One Division myself and Robert on that podcast, talking about the latest addition to the MCU, which you can watch if you subscribe to Disney+. Plus. Uh, did a podcast talking about the Meghan, Markle and Harry situation and Piers Morgan sticking his nose in. So there's that. Uh, did a podcast on Liverpool and why they're struggling. They've currently lost six Premier League home games back-to-back, um, which is wild and uh, the currently eighth in the Premier League can weird considering that they did win the Premier League title last season by 22 points so a uh, bit, bit of a downfall there for, for Liverpool um, which is fine by me but uh, I discussed why I think that's happening uh, 2-0 Man United win over Manchester City the other United cast episode scripted review for Skater XL and that's pretty much what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms i'm gonna go into spoilers now if you want to still go and watch cherry uh on apple tv plus or a local theater near you if they're open i suggest that you do that before listening to the next part of this podcast so if you've not watched the film called cherry starring one tom holland um go into your podcast player press pause whatever go on the website uh, or if you're on the website sorry uh click the home page or the back button or the pause button or whatever it is that you need to do to switch the podcast off and then watch the film if you want to come back and then you can listen to the rest of this episode so um in terms of what i was talking about in the spoiler free section of the actual p- minimal sort of plot here so all you've got for a two hour 21 minute film is you start off with this guy he's trying to sort of find his way in life find his purpose uh he's got this girlfriend that he i guess breaks up with off screen maybe she was sort of like dancing at this party and then you never saw her again I'm guessing he broke up with her. Then he finds Emily, falls in love with her. He starts seeing her. She wants to go and do a job or something somewhere else. So she she decides to leave. So he's heartbroken about it. He wants to find a purpose in life. He signs up for the army. Goes to the army. Um, Emily turns up to his workplace in the meantime. Which is this bar that he's working at. She turns up with another guy. Things get complicated and whatever. And um, he just kind of proceeds from there he then does go off to war 
and uh, he gets back together with Emily eventually, goes off to war, gets PTSD, which is what most war veterans do unfortunately get, uh, sees some of his friends get exploded in this uh, army van thing, um, they're like burnt to a crisp or whatever, and uh, so he goes through the PTSD of that, comes back home, um, still suffering from his PTSD, you know, he can't sleep properly because of you know the nightmares that he's having and that, uh, starts getting addicted to drugs, uh, she gets pulled into it, and then Emily becomes a drug addict, they both become drug addicts, then he starts robbing banks, and then, um, uh, injects this drug into his foot, I think it was his foot, on the side of the pavement, uh, gets arrested, gets, I guess, sort of rehabilitated in prison, comes out after a certain amount of time, probably a few years, Emily's there waiting for him, happily ever after uh that's that's basically the plot of of cherry isn't it i don't think i've missed any major major points out there's other bits and pieces here and there but i don't think all that plot justifies the um the uh screen time here i just don't think that's quite enough to necessarily go off of um the one thing i was talking about in terms of the, the actual structure of this plot so you start off he's in that van that you see him in at the at the uh second half of the film which is, because we, we don't know what's going on in that situation when we first see it. Turns out that that's him trying to do another bank robbery uh, to pay off this guy that whose face gets blurred out. I thought that was actually quite good, his face getting sort of blurred out. It kept kind of like a mystery as to this big, the big drug overlord guy, I, I suppose is what you want to call him. Um, so that happens to him. Um, and then, yeah, and then we kind of flash back like a lot of time and then the film just builds back up to that moment sometimes you can do that well um i don't feel like that was executed very well here i just i don't know we were sort of waiting to just get back to okay how did he get to this point and it just it just took too long for me again speaking of pacing it just too long took too long for me to get to that actual point um so yeah but uh just the yeah and then he starts robbing these banks um i thought the trick was relatively interesting i've never really seen it before with the the um dollar note thing or the the um note of of cash that he's got and then this is like i have a gun flips it over and like i'm here to you know this is a robbery and then they just give him money i found it kind of unrealistic that okay so there's a series of robberies that are happening um, because he does them all pretty much in the same area, and he does a bunch of them, and so we saw with the last one, when he sort of handed himself over, that he asked this, well, I think it's Victoria, the the woman that he was, he was talking to, the, the cashier behind the desk, was like, oh, can you do me one more favour, takes off his scarf and his hat, like, shows his face and everything, um, she blares this alarm out, he walks really slowly, shoots two shots into the, into the air, he probably still could have, he had a lot of time, like a lot of time, and I know they kind of went in a little bit of slow-mo there at the end, um, I just found it really, unre- like, the police, the police, not only are they that slow, um, cause he, he had time to walk really slowly into the street, to shoot two shots off, which didn't seem to... I don't know, like, he shot those off, and then he had time to, like, take his shoes off, take his sock off, get this, take his belt off, get the needle out, and, like, put it in his foot, and then they still weren't over to him at that point, 
Um, and then he has time to like you know shoot the drug whatever it is into his foot, collapse on the ground, and then you see him in in prison. But like he did all these robberies in the same area, and there's, there seemed to be quite a big lack of security at these at these banks and stuff. And no, I get it. There's there's banks that do have like silent alarms, and that was probably what was being triggered in the other banks. But the one time when it's convenient in the plot for us to hear the alarm is when he at is when what's the guy's name Nico is when he actually says to this woman, "I want you to blare the alarm out," and then then we hear it. L- little bit of like just convenience there for me because um, granted they could have just within the film muted the um, alarm of all the other banks but just the, he does this what six seven eight nine times or, or whatever walks into loads of different banks and just like show you the note flip it over this is you know I have a gun this is a robbery they put loads of money on the on the counter he picks it up walks off has has no problems really doing it and there's never really I mean they have um Emily shows like the news report and says she says oh you should lay low for a while that was really quite early on in in the bank robbing scenes I think that was after the first one so they knew what he looked like and everything he was doing it again and again and again and he was just like repeatedly doing the same thing um there should probably have even been now I don't I don't know how nitpicky I'm kind of sounding here but there maybe should have been like oh if uh you know if someone comes into the bank and does this very specific thing. Writes these exact two things on the note. Because it was probably the same dollar note. That he was carrying around with him. It seems to be anyway. Maybe there should just be some sort of like. News report or message or something. Like hey if this guy shows you like a. Dollar thing with a note on it. With with this. This is the guy. And uh, I, I don't know. Because there was like no. There was no like challenge for him. With, with security or, or anything. It made it look really, really easy. So I just, I don't know, I found that very unrealistic at certain points. And then, yeah, even even when he deliberately tries to hand himself over, he still could have kind of easily gotten away. Like, he could have just ran off um, again, but I, I don't know. So that was just my kind of, my problem with that, I suppose. Um, the message that this film kind of sends, which essentially says to me, okay, if you become a war veteran... Yeah, sure, we we know that most most if not all of war veterans do end up with PTSD unfortunately, just because of all the all the things they experience in the war. But like hey, if you become a war veteran and go to and go to fight for your country, you will not only end up with PTSD, which most people do know about. Unfortunately that's a that's a thing that, that happens. Um but like hey, you might also become a drug addict and completely ruin your life. So like don't bother fighting for your country, I suppose, because sure you'll be helping out your country, but if you really suffer quite badly from the PTSD, which some people deal with it better than others, from at least from what I kind of hear and whatever, um, Nico in this film does not deal with it well at all, and then he drags um, Emily into it as well. Of like, okay, if you want to become a war veteran, you might end up as a drug addict, it might completely ruin your life, it might kill yourself, and it might end up getting you and or your partner in this case Emily killed so I was like okay so like should we just not sign up to war is that what you're kind of trying to tell me maybe I've got the wrong maybe I've got the wrong message there maybe it's sort of like okay you know you can get rehabilitated and things and 
So that's going to take a lot of work. But then you may be driven towards drugs. Which the two characters were in this film. So I don't know. That's um. I'm not saying it's a specifically bad message. It's just not a great one. Of like, okay if you've got the ambition. And you, you, know, you love your country. You want to fight for your country. This is what could happen. It won't. It might not definitely happen. Like it might not happen. But it could. So. Yeah there's that. Um, as well. So overall I just don't think I like this film. I like certain parts of it. I think some of the war stuff was actually kind of well done. And quite good. Um, I didn't feel. That, I, mean, I felt some emotions in certain points of this film. But nothing to where. No like massive strong emotions I suppose. It was quite shocking with the you know the army van that got blown up and his friends that died that was probably the most shocking thing um i didn't like get emotional at the end with him being kind of yeah he's you know he's rehabilitated and he seems to be you know they both seem to be they're both uh, smiling at each other at the end emily and tom uh, emily tom emily and uh nico so i guess you kind of have a happy ending um maybe that's the message as well maybe that's the other part of the message is like sure you might go to war ptsd you might become a drug addict but then I mean, then you include the prison part of, you know, if, if this causes you to do a bunch of crimes, which the drugs can make you do, then, okay, if you serve time in prison, you might come out on the better end, which is getting rehabilitated, but then again, you might not. Um, so I guess the message, the other part of the message is like, okay, you could come out of this at the happier end, which is, you know, you get released from prison, I suppose. I mean, that's what happened in this film. And then you end up sort of happy with your partner but that's quite a long road really um of series of events that might not go exactly like that because different things happen to different people so again i don't know i don't know exactly what they're trying to tell me um i don't know if going to i don't know if going to war is a good or a bad idea but in terms of um if things had gone a bit differently for nico and emily it might not have been a good idea so I don't know. That's just that's just my thoughts. But uh, that's pretty much all I want to say about um, Cherry. I will give it a possible skip. You can watch it if you want to or not. I can't make you watch it or make you not watch it anyway. It's just in terms of recommendation. If I was to give this film a score, I'd probably give it about a 6.5 out of 10. Um, I was going to say between a 6 and a 7, which I guess is a 6.5. So that's kind of the, the default score for that. Um... But yeah, that's that's my thoughts on the film. Uh, for those of you that have seen it, hopefully you have because you're in the spoiler section. Uh, let me know what you thought. If you liked it more than me. If you got something different out of the message. Because different people can get different things from messages. So uh, out of films. But uh, if you got something different out of the message. If you got something a bit more positive out of the film. If you got more emotional about it. If you think it was better than I thought it was. Or maybe you completely hated this film. Whatever your opinion was about the film. Uh, let me know. MethodEntertainmentTalk.org Twitter eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. So there's that. Uh, but I thought you know it's free with my subscription. I like Tom Holland. It looks kind of cool. I'll jump in and check it out. Um, so I did, and this is the result of that. So that's that's that, I suppose. Uh, I don't know what film I'm reviewing next, because, you know, we're still in the pandemic. But uh, I might look at Raya and the Dragon, although I don't fancy paying £20 on top of my Disney Plus subscription for that. So we'll see, but there's probably other things I can review as well. So uh, there's that.
but uh, there you go. I hope you enjoyed the review. Um, if you if you did and you want to hear more of, of the things that we do here on Entertainment Talk, you can go to entertainmenttalk.org or you can search for us on your favourite podcast platform. I'm assuming you've done one of those two things because that's how you end up listening to the episode. But uh, thank you very much for listening and you can look for the other things that we do on the website or on your favourite podcast platform. If you like what you've heard today and you want to support more of it, um, you can do so Patreon, the $1, $3 level tiers for ad-free podcast and review options, so check that out as well. If you don't want to do that, that's fine. You can just use word of mouth and social media. Uh, tell people to go to entertainmenttalk.org or to search for Entertainment Talk on their favourite podcast platform and get involved with listening to the content there. Social media, you can use that as well. Facebook, Twitter, different Facebook groups, whatever you'd like to use. Uh, if you want your up-to-date reliable TV and film news, David's got you covered, Geek Town Radio, geektown.co.uk, Geek Town Radio releases on Tuesdays, make sure to still listen to this week's episode, because uh, Bex is on that, and it's quite fun, uh, and of course informative, if you want to find more of what Bex does, uh, Twitch, Trista Bytes, Trista B-Y-T-E-S, go and give her a follow over there, and you could check out her, con- her, check out her content, um, so there's that as well, if you want to find me on Twitch, eTalkUK, I stream more regularly now because I actually can, so check that out as well. And if you want to check out Barry's podcasts uh, on YouTube, uh, Talk and Stalk for the horror ones, and Geektopia for the DC ones, so check those out as well. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>